My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. And I just want to say this, Ali, did you see that people really don't like that you're no longer saying and we might even solve the case? I saw that and I'll say it now. Today, we might even solve the case. <laughs> I think we took it out because we started doing episodes that weren't really mysteries. Right. They're already right. solved. I mean, sure, we can, we can say it again. Sure. I'm just speaking for the people. I come in here as a voice of the people. Um, yes. I'm like Always. a little, I'm a little representative. I come in. I, you're like their governor. Like they elected you as the representative of the people and you just come in and you tell us what to do. That's right. That's exactly what I am. Listen, I'll start saying it again. I'll say, you know what I'll say? When applicable, we'll solve the case. <laughs> <laughs> and if it applies to this episode, which it does. Perfect. Uh, great. Per- great note. Great note. <laughs> Melissa, who are our patrons today? We have Alexa, Taylor, John, Kim, and Brooke. Welcome to the team, y'all. Melissa, what is our episode for the day? Uh, for the day? We are all so excited for it. Well, I'm glad you asked, Allie. <laughs> so if you've ever tried to get ice cream at a McDonald's, boy, have I, there's a good chance that you couldn't order it because the ice cream machine was currently out of order. Mm. 
But even more frustratingly, these machines can't just be easily fixed by McDonald's employees because the error codes are secret and can only be read by the repairmen or women from the company that makes the machine who was also the only person authorized to fix the machine. What is this, a nuclear code? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So why does a McDonald's just supply its franchises with properly working ice cream machines? Well, it's a conspiracy that goes very deep and is an example of two companies helping out each other to not be ousted by ever-evolving technology. Oh, let's get into it. Yes. For the past few years, there's been like this meme and this joke about McDonald's broken ice cream machines like on Twitter and Instagram. It's just like a joke like can't get ice cream. The machine's broken. So this guy named Rashik created an interactive real time website to document which stores have broken ice cream machines. Genius. So if you go to mcbroken.com. And you look at it now, let me refresh it right now, you can see that there are currently 10.46% of all McDonald's ice cream machines are broken. In New York City, 28% are down. Suspect. almost a third of all McDonald's ice cream machines are down. San Diego, 25%. Seattle, 25%. There's a whole map with like green and red dots on it. And that's a lot of money that they're losing. Yeah. By not having the ice cream. Yeah. And how it works is it uses a bot to automatically attempt to place an online order for ice cream at every McDonald's in America every 20 to 30 minutes and measures (laughs) the results. Oh, my God. Genius. It's so funny. This website, it tracks like where you are. So right now it's telling me all the machines in my area that are working. So if I want to get some Froyo, like I know that I can go to, you know, the McDonald's at 5008 North Figueroa Street. It was checked 105 minutes ago. The machine's working. No, it's not. It's not Froyo Alley, though. It is ice cream. It's just soft serve. Soft serve ice soft cream. Serve. Okay, excuse soft me. Excuse serve. me. I just didn't me. want I people apologize. to get. I didn't want people crashing their cars in anger. We would getting get a, a one star review. Mail, honestly, <laughs> we said would. Froyo. This dumb. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dumb thank bitch. you. Thank you. I Unsubscribe. <laughs> So a bunch of websites like the Wall Street Journal started reporting on these broken machines. It was like a huge deal a couple of years ago. And they oh all God. concluded that it was because of the super long cleaning cycle the machines go through. Hmm. So it's a four hour heat cleaning cycle. It's like this whole process. And if someone doesn't clean it at the end of the night and start this four hour process, then the next person who comes in has to clean. And then if the restaurant gets too busy It'll stay unclean until someone has to clean it. Also, every two weeks, it has to be completely disassembled and sanitized. And like some pieces have to be carefully lubricated in the machine's part. Yes, queen. <laughs> they have to be lubricated. <laughs> they have all these dozens of rubber and plastic O-rings of different sizes that have to be like put together. And if you leave a single one of these components out... The pump can fail and liquid ingredients can leak out of the machine. But why are you saying this so horny? Lubrication, O-rings, liquid ingredients. Because I just, I'm horny for McDonald's. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) Big fan of McDonald's. So I don't know, have you guys ever worked at an ice cream place or a fast food restaurant or a food service where they had a shake machine? No, No. Melissa. 
Uh, well, I have. And let me tell you, it is. <laughs> no one wants to clean it. It's always such a hassle. Yeah. To clean this thing. You got to drain it every night. You got to clean it. It's just like, it sucks. Oof. It really sucks. And so in all these articles, everyone was like, yeah, that makes sense. Mystery solved. It's just because it takes too long to clean. If the restaurant gets busy, if there's an error, like it's just, that's what everyone, like everyone's like, yeah, that makes sense. But a journalist at Wired named Andy Greenberg discovered that the company who makes the ice cream machines, Taylor, has an incentive to keep the machines broken. Dun, dun, oh, shit. Dun. <laughs> so here's why. So a lot of companies also use Taylor machines, like Wendy's, In-N-Out, Burger King, Chick-fil-A, but they're rarely broken. Not nearly as much as the McDonald's machines. Interesting. So the machine for McDonald's is called the C602. It's made specifically for McDonald's by Taylor. They've been in business for decades. And if you want to open a McDonald's franchise, you sign an agreement that says you will use all the standard McDonald's equipment. You can choose from a handful of different companies to buy like the fryers and the grills. But when it comes to the ice cream machine, wow. you have to buy the Taylor C602. They have like that's a monopoly. Sh- that's shocking to me, actually, mm-hmm. that you can choose what fryer to use even. Well, there's like a, only a handful. Of, there's not like, I think there's maybe right. like two or three different kinds. You but can wouldn't that from. change the quality even in the most minuscule way? You'd think that they'd want everything uniform. Yeah, I don't know. There's like a couple that they approve that I guess is hmm. that are similar enough. Yeah. But this Taylor ice cream machine, it's $18,000. So you have to buy it when you open a franchise. Whoa. The machine works it by heating up the ice cream mixture to 152 degrees to kill all mm-hmm. the bacteria. And oh, then that's it cools good. down to make the ice cream. And this is what takes four hours. And it's usually done at the end of the night at the, after the night shift while the store is closed or whatever. So the morning employees come in, they check it out. And on the screen, it usually says... Heat cycle successful, machine ready to use. Or it'll say heat cycle failed. And like the interface of this thing looks like it's from the 80s. And and then it'll have some obscure code on it that doesn't say why it's broken. Why does this feel like Polybius or something? Like this is like, <laughs> it's so weird. No one's ever really seen it. Seen the McDonald's photos of it. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I have another random question here. I, I, get, I didn't know I was so interested in kind of McDonald's technology, but if I it's a tw- guessed. If, if it's 24 hour McDonald's, when do they clean it? I, I would assume that they do it like at the slow time, like 3 a.m. or something. Probably when it's not okay. when the business is probably got three it, got to it, four it. or whatever. Because for a second, I was thinking to myself, does does that mean they have Allie, two? What, what I just saw a picture that's going to make me barf. Hold on, was I got to send it to the group chat. Was it no, I, that makes me. It's of the ice cream machine, and it's it's what happens when they don't clean it. No, oh, Allie. Gnarly. <gasps> Allie, no. <laughs> Allie. I, yeah, exactly. That's the biggest Allie no there is. It's just filled <laughs> oh. with mold and grime and decay. I mean, this oh is a reason God. in itself not to get. But that's why you clean it. But I mean, I, I, yeah, that's I, why you have to clean you know, it every night. That, so you can't assume every one of these machines looks like this. You know, this is this is really something, though. <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh. Look at this other one I just sent. 
I don't, if this is what all machines look like, if you work in kitchens, if you don't clean it for like a day or two, they get so gross. There's so much grease, especially if you work at a place that makes like hamburgers, like having to clean out the grease trap and everything. And like, it just gets everywhere. The floor gets slimy. Like everything Ew. gets disgusting. I'm like, honestly, not That's okay. That's what it's like working I also restaurants. never understood why they put those, the, the, the grout in these kinds of kitchens. Cause right now we're looking at those tiled those tiled floors in these kitchens do you mm-hmm. see it and there's like why not just have like linoleum or something because stuff is going to get in that grout and it's going to be gross i think it has to be like anti-slip oh you don't want people falling all the time it's gotta be something Ew. easy to clean i guess i don't know could you imagine a carpeted kitchen like a mcdonald's oh carpeted my god kitchen? don't get me started <laughs> <laughs> do you ever have car- do you have carpet in your kitchen growing up because i had carpet in my kitchen as a kid oh that's i remember a a lot of carpet but not in my kitchen my whole house was carpeted bathroom carpet was was really 90s yeah 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 i was i thought it was normal i was like everyone has carpet in their kitchen (laughs) but no (laughs) (laughs) anyway so this if the machine's broken it has this some obscure code on it with a bunch of numbers doesn't say why it's broken and then the machine will be locked, so you can't use it until it completes this successful heat cycle. So the people will run, and they're like, all right, we'll run another heat cycle. Four hours later, it'll either be fixed or there will be another error code that they, they can't fix it, and the manager can't fix it. And the franchise owner doesn't even know how to fix it because they don't know what the codes mean, so they have to call <laughs> so the <weird>. tailor technician. <laughs> so the only people authorized to fix the machine... Are the service technicians from Taylor or the Taylor approved service technicians? And it's in your franchisee contract that this is who you call. And they're not cheap. So it's about $145 for the first 30 minutes. And then each 15 minutes after that is $315. What? It's expensive as hell. So according to Taylor's website, there's over 6,500 authorized Taylor technicians in the United States. Mm. Why so many? Yeah. So in 2019, Taylor had a revenue of $315 million and 25% of their income comes from the repair and parts service business. So a quarter of their income comes from maintenance and repairs of your machines. That's crazy. A quarter of your yeah. income is... Fixing your broke machines. Yep. Starting to make sense. They like make make them to be broken. Yeah. You'd think that a machine that's constantly breaking, that they'd update the software to make it easier to repair or at least address like what is specifically wrong with the machine. Like, oh, this certain area has a clog. It's like a like a printer tells you like printer, like paper jam out of black ink, whatever. Like it tells you what's wrong, but they haven't. So the only up the only update the software has made is more cryptic error codes that no one can read other than the Taylor technicians. The buttons on the machine don't even have words on them. They're just symbols. There's like a snowflake, oh a water faucet. That's so scary. It's just like symbols. Like you don't know what it says. And the instructions to clean are like press these two buttons at the same time for 30 seconds and then press this button. Like, that's, it's impossible to comprehend. Like, it's crazy. Oh, my God. But why would Taylor want to make it easier? It would just lower their repair and maintenance income. So, McDonald's gets, 
the franchise, he gets like this 100-page manual on the Taylor ice cream machines. But the service technicians actually have their own separate manual called the service manual. And the franchisees don't get this. They don't get this manual. Only the service technicians have it. And in this manual, there's all the secret codes that the technicians use on the machines. And so the franchise owner doesn't know, doesn't know, have this secret book. Recently, I think like a year ago, this Taylor technician guy posted a video on YouTube asking for help after he did a bunch of software upgrades on Taylor machines. He was saying like, oh, there's all sorts of new error codes that made the machine more complicated. And he was asking for help from other service technicians. Like, what does this mean? How do I fix this? Like made a YouTube video. But soon after he posted it, it disappeared. He was told to take it down from Taylor. Oh my God. They're like, they didn't want their secret codes going out into the world and like how to fix them. Fuck. So why doesn't McDonald's just switch ice cream maker companies? Yes, that's what I've been. Yes, please tell me. (laughs) Well, (laughs) let us know. Let the people know. McDonald's takes a profit of Taylor's repair revenue. So this is all just a big hustle. It's that's all this is. This is yes. So McDonald's doesn't pay for the repairs. It's the franchise owners who pay for the repairs. Oh, McDonald's, shit. Ronald. That's fu- Ronald. <laughs> Ronald? That shady clown. That shady ass. Name clown. one good clown. You can't. <laughs> Bozo. Okay. <laughs> Homie. Homie to clown. Who's homie? Oh, from uh, from, in, from living color. in living in living color. Yeah, mm-hmm. homie don't play that. And homie the clowner. Don't I don't know if you guys have ever. Oh, met the, the clowner, clowner. Um, from the, the big a, ones. He's on the big ones sometimes. The clowner. Oh no, I, I don't listen to that podcast. Yeah. I <laughs> so Taylor has the capabilities to improve their machines and make them more user friendly. They did it with Wendy's and Burger King and Chick Fil A. But the machines designed specifically for McDonald's are total garbage. They refuse to upgrade them. But then a fix was invented. (gasps) So in 2019, Jeremy O'Sullivan and Melissa Nelson from this company Kitsch invented a fix for this. It's a device that's the size of a small book. Then you install it inside your Taylor ice cream machine, connect it to your Wi-Fi, and it essentially hacks your appliance and offers access to these secret codes. It tells oh, shit. you exactly how to fix it. Like, right side has been on wash mode for 20 minutes. Turn on auto or standby to prevent lockout. Like it bypasses Taylor. Yeah, you don't need to call the technician anymore. And they started selling hundreds of these devices to franchise owners. So they were saving like thousands of dollars a month by like having this right. thing. And there was this huge conference with where all the McDonald's franchise owners got together and a represent, representative from Kitsch was there to talk about their product and like everyone was excited. They got a ton of orders. Everyone's like, great, this is great. So within two days of Kitsch, Kitsch's launch, the two uh, owners noticed that an executive they knew at Taylor had placed an order for a device. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. they wrote to their Taylor contact asking what Taylor's stance was on their product and what the company intended to do with it. And they got no response, so they canceled the order and refunded 
the money. They're like, we're not sending you our device. We don't know what you're going to do with it. Well, what an idiot to even put like that Taylor was trying to, why wouldn't you, if I was the company Taylor, I would have gotten a franchisee owner person. I would have said, I'll give you this much money if you can order one of these babies and just send it over. Well, well, Maria. Funny oh my God! Did, say I say, did I say what they did? Oh my God! Uh huh. <laughs> so, who's the psychic now? <laughs> wow! I really think like a scammer sometimes. Now. You're uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you're the Joker. You are the Joker. <laughs> I am the Joker. True. So anarchist. a couple months later, they saw another strange order. This time, it was from someone at Taylor's outside law firm. Brinks Gilson. So they recognized the firm's name. They canceled that sale too. They're like, no, 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 no. We know this lawyer is. Wow. Because they're only selling a few hundred. They're not selling like thousands. So they know who is buying. They know it's all franchise owners buying these things. So they can be like, right. uh, I don't know about that. And so over the next few months, the suspicious buying attempts continued. And while mm-hmm. most franchisees would order kitsch sent to the restaurant, these like mystery customers were asking for them to be sent to home addresses. So they were like, this is weird. Like they should be sent directly to the restaurant. Why would you send it to your home? For some reason, calling McDonald's a restaurant is so funny. (laughs) I don't know what else you would call it. Like, I I don't know what else it is, but it's just called a restaurant. (laughs) So they check the addresses against public records, the kitchen owners, and they matched one with someone listed on LinkedIn as an employee of Marksman an intellectual property private investigation firm. So they assumed that Taylor was hiring private investigators who were using fake names to get their hands on this kitsch device. Oh, my God. And then soon after this, McDonald's sent an email to all their franchise owners, said, we have become aware that a few operators may be using an unapproved aftermarket technology, kitsch, on their shake Sunday machine. As a reminder, any operator that is using this aftermarket add-on will completely void any existing equipment warranty. The kitsch <gasps> device allows complete access to all aspects of the equipment controller and confidential data, including areas where only certified technicians should have access, creating potential equipment reliability issues. They're literally acting like this ice cream machine is like... A nuclear device. I'm just so confused Uh as to why this is so heavily protected. Like, can this ice cream machine do something else is my question. Like, is it a transformer? Yes, it is. (laughs) They said McDonald's and Taylor have determined that the kitsch device creates a potential very serious safety risk for the crew attempting to clean or repair the machine. They're basically saying, like, this kitsch device could, like, make your machine explode. They're saying wow. it's like dangerous. This sounds like the new season of like Fargo. This sounds like a new season yes, of Fargo storyline. I'm telling you, I think these McDonald's machines are like are spies. <laughs> honestly, like they do something else. Like there's so many McDonald's around the world, like like Russia or I'm like QAnon now. Like the government <laughs> has put these ice cream machines in, and they're also like when there's an alien attack or some sort of invasion, these ice cream machines are gonna turn into AI yeah. soldiers or something, and that's what's why they the can easiest, always, yeah. What's the easiest way to get a, a, a war machine on every block in America? <laughs> yes. 
make it an ice cream yeah. machine McDonald's. McDonald's or a Starbucks or something yeah dang that's crazy I'm just telling you I believe it so the next day after this email came out there's a PR statement McDonald's says that they are working on their own product that does a similar thing to the kitsch mm. device Mm-hmm. And the company creating that device is called Powerhouse Dynamics, which is also owned by the same company that owns Taylor. But this new device that they have doesn't do most of what the Kitsch device does. It still blocks them out of certain aspects of the machine. They're like, oh, we're creating one just like this. Don't buy this one. But like, it still doesn't do anything. So Kitsch right. is planning to file a lawsuit against some McDonald's franchisees who they believe are colluding with Taylor by... You keep saying franchisees. That's the word, isn't it? Franchises. That means the people who own the... No, the people that own the franchises. No, franchisees. Oh, the person who owns it. Okay, got it. I thought you were like... Franchisees are like the people who own it. Okay, got it. Yeah, French yeah, sorry, fries. I thought I was saying French it in a fries. fancy way. No, I thought you, I, I don't even know French what I thought you were saying. Sorry, this French is what I get for not paying full attention. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they're filing a lawsuit against franchisees who believe they're colluding with Taylor by giving over their kitsch devices to Taylor and allowing them to be reverse engineered. Oh my God. It's like Roswell. Oh it's like what they say happened at Roswell when the, they landed and then the, the government went in and reverse engineered all of the alien technology. Hell yeah. So the kitsch people discovered who it was, who this person was, by logging into all the kitsch devices they sold and seeing their locations because they're all connected to Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So one of the devices had been deactivated for six months and moved to a few different locations and all were tailor-owned facilities. They're like, why is this device oh, moving to these tailor this is the most exciting story I've ever heard. I, I, I thought the maple syrup heist was good, but this I is... I know, there's going to be a great a documentary, documentary coming. This is all is there new. one coming out? There should be, because this all just came out like a couple weeks ago. Oh Why don't God, we Erios produce this? Yes, we're putting it... If anyone... We're saying it first. We're doing it first. I mean, there's a Wired article. This is a boss dog day. Go get, go get Martin on the horn. Martin. <laughs> He's the one who actually told me about this. Wow. No way. He sent me an article. He's like, you guys should do an episode on this. I was like, hell yeah. I think Lizzo actually did an Instagram too the other day being like, <laughs> why are the ice cream machines always broken at McDonald's? It's a thing. People are, people are wondering. Yeah. People are onto them. So the kitsch people, they figured out that this device was sold to a guy named Matt Wilson, which was Maria, a fake name, <gasps> created by one of the owners of a Taylor distribution company. Created oh a God. fake name, was like, I own a franchise. You know what's crazy is you said the name Matt Wilson, and I immediately thought to my head, in my head, fake name. And then you said fake name, and I was like, oh, yeah, fake name. You Matt Wilson fake is name. fake name. Yeah, fake. fake name. Fake is fake is day. Fake is day. <laughs> fake is day. <laughs> not a phrase. Fake is day. It is now. So the lawsuit they're planning is based on claims that the Kitsch user violated their contracts with Kitsch when they allegedly let Taylor analyze their devices. And they're also going after Taylor for stealing their device idea. for Because obviously Taylor got the device, reverse engineered it to make it not as good. Oh my yeah. God. So there was clearly a demand for this Kitsch device and it would have made everyone's lives easier and save a lot of people money. But these big companies couldn't and didn't want to keep up because they would lose millions of dollars. They're just saving each other's asses. 
making money. It is the craziest. Like, it's such like an insane scam. It's literally. It's so. It's been going on for decades. This is so crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. The Kitsch company is currently trying to file all these lawsuits like this is happening now. Oh, my God. So we're going to see what's going to happen over the next year or so. Wow. Well, this is insane. Guys, if you have ever been to McDonald's and... uh, Or if you've worked at McDonald's. That's what I want to know. If you've worked at McDonald's and you've either um, used this kitsch hack um, and it's worked or not worked or you've gotten in trouble, or if you've had to call this Taylor company... Or if you own a McDonald's franchise, we would love to talk to you. Because um, this is what a bizarre it's story. It's so weird. It's so I'm obsessed weird. with this. Um, it's crazy. I kind of want to go to a McDonald's today and see if I can get an ice cream or not. Test out the merchandise. See. I want to test out. <laughs> well, t- to tell you the truth, at, now that I've Googled what these machines look like, oh, I kind of no. don't. If you Google. Oh, go no, go ahead. I was just going to ask a hard hitting question. Okay, so then let me say this first because this is not hard-hitting. If you Google, guys, McDonald's ice cream machine, you will see some gnarly photos of what it looks like when it's not cleaned out. And to be honest, I bet that a lot of these franchises, when that light goes on, they're like, we don't want to fuck... Or the franchise owners are like, we don't want to fuck with these Taylor people. Like, it costs too much money. Just... Just let it keep going. And so then these ice cream machines get full of mold and like, it looks... Guys, honestly, I don't know if I would get ice cream at McDonald's, even if the machine's working. I'm just telling yeah. you. And I've heard the same with McCafe. Um, Maria, what's your question? I was going to say you can only get one, and that is a McFlurry or a mm. Wendy's Frosty. Wendy's Frosties are delicious. Wow, I've never had a Wendy's Frosty. You've never had a Wendy's Frosty? Frosty, Allie, oh you got to get into it. God. I'm really into surprisingly, it. I'm not that well versed at drive-through fast food. Oh, um, you don't know it's what you're missing. So good. A frosty isn't. It's like an icy. It's like it's like a slushy milkshake. Yeah. It's like okay. a. It's like half. You dip your fries in it. Is it like a custard? No, no. It's no. like a. It's like you. Well, I you eat it with a spoon. But you, you can, eat it with a spoon, but it's more watery than like a. It's not a thick. Sh- it is thick, yeah. but it's like more icy. Icy. So it, there's a there's a recipe here. It says homemade Wendy's Frosty, and you use half a gallon of chocolate milk, um, one can of Eagle Brand milk, which I imagine is like condensed milk, and then right. uh, a whole a whole container of Cool Whip, and you mix it together. <gasps> Whoa, and, okay. Uh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. As hell. Maybe that's the secret ingredient is Cool Whip. Cool Whip. Frosties. That's why they're so good. Oh, also, you sent me that article yesterday about McDonald's employees striking in yes. a couple weeks. I didn't read it because I only read the um, titles. Did you? What's going on there? <laughs> so they, McDonald's employees are striking <laughs> in a couple weeks to demand $15 minimum wage. Oh, my God. What are they getting now? I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly what minimum wage is now, but it's... I it's think it's like $7 or something bad. It's crazy that people can't it's live on minimum 725. wage. $7.25. Oh, my God. That's Ima- fucking insane. Like, you can't work full-time minimum wage and pay your rent. Like, that's a problem. 
No. Like it, sh- it should be at least $15 an hour. I know in and out pays their employees, I think, at least $15. Mm, in and out sounds good. There are some places who do it, but McDonald's, it's crazy. They're billionaires. That's bonkers. I mean, think about it. You work an hour only to make $7. I can't think Minus of anything. Taxes. Yeah, Minus I taxes. can't think of anything you can. And the other day, sometimes when I'm bored, I just like look at apartments and stuff um, on Craigslist. And a studio in Los Angeles is like $2,000 a month. Like it's there's crazy. nothing. And then you think like groceries, gas, like all your bills. I mean, it's insane. So yes, at the very least, um, minimum wage should be $15 at the very least. And you know that like these CEOs take a fucking cut um, and pay your employees who make your business run. Um, so if you work at McDonald's, we stand by you. And don't eat at McDonald's when they are striking. Don't be a scab. What are what is the strike day? Let's see. McDonald's strike. When is the date? May 19. Do not eat at McDonald's May 19. That's their strike day. So far, strikes are planned for Los Angeles, Oakland, Sacramento, Miami, Tampa, Orlando, Chicago, Detroit, Flint, Kansas, St. Louis, Durham. Charleston, Houston, and Milwaukee. Um, and maybe write your local McDonald's to tell them that uh, they should uh, raise their minimum wage. Um, so anyways, we love McDonald's. We just want the best for them and their workers and their ice cream machines. Can mm-hmm. I say, can I say something really quickly before you end of the episode? Course, Allie, of please. course, of course. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. So as we all know, Craig's, um, worked at a couple fast food joints and I yes. asked, he has worked at McDonald's. I said, have you ever used one of the ice cream machines? He said, yes, not the digital ones, but not like the new ones. He worked there in 1987. And I said, did you ever have to clean one out? And he he says yes, but it was in 1987. Would you like to talk to him about what went on yeah, in cleaning yeah. the um, ice cream machine? Absolutely. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Web Crawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, swag bags, shout outs, videos, and episodes a day early, ad-free episodes, as well as... Uh, personal episodes that look into our lives. For example, uh, what I get at the grocery market. Um, uh, please go to patreon.com slash web crawlers. Or even if you don't want any of the extras and you enjoy the three episodes a week that we put out, you can donate as little as $2 a month or $24 for the year flat uh, and become a patron. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and we'll uh, read your review on air. And please call our hotline, insert jingle here, 626-604-6262. And we will uh, play your uh, deranged voicemails on our mini episodes. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello. Hi, Craig. Hey, how you guys doing? Um, so tell us about your fast food experience in cleaning milkshake containers. <laughs> well, I mean, I worked at, uh, ladies, back in the day, you yes. were allowed to mm. work... I don't know if you know this, but you were allowed to work when you were 14 mm-hmm. with a worker's oh my God. Yeah, it was called a worker's permit. And you had to go to your high school and get a, I don't, even, I don't know, from the dean or whoever it was. It stipulated that you could work no longer than 20 hours a week and that um, no, no later than 7 p.m. on a weekday. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah, oh, I feel okay. like, Melissa, you were like shucking corn or something. Corn detasseling. At 14, good for you. You were out there doing that. Hell yeah. Melissa has so many jobs. <laughs> oh, we should compare lists. I like, I mean, yeah, we should compare lists. What about the ice cream machine, Craig? <laughs> well, what are we doing? We're having fun here. We're talking about jobs. This is all we are shooting the shit, Maria. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all my friends, like only maybe like two friends bothered to get a job because everyone's parents just supported them. But back then mm-hmm. it was like, you know, yeah. I want to buy my own chain, you know, whatever. So anyway, so I get a job at McDonald's. This is all just about the milkshake machine? Yeah, we want to know. Or the ice cream machine? <laughs> or whatever okay. you want. Whatever. The point is, is that, mm-hmm. yes, I have worked on, I have cleaned out the McDonald's ice cream machine. Now, when I did clean it out, Per, I'm showing on. you a picture. I'm going to see if this was what... It oh, is it the disgusting oh, picture the I Taylor sent? machine? Wow, yeah. Wow, yeah, it does look like that. Oh, no. Oh. Well, I mean, the machine looks like that. I'm not saying that... No, I'm not saying that it's always like this. I'm like... Have you seen it like that, though? Oh, yeah. There's... Like, whenever there was... <laughs> dude, you don't like... Like the stuff. I, mean, I also worked at Taco Bell, and the stuff you... But... Every restaurant you work in. If you work in a restaurant, you see some gnarly. Right. Do you think it's like right. this at Fat Burger? 
It's like it yeah. everywhere. It's but the thing is, it's they do clean the, like and especially McDonald's. They they don't mess around with that. Like McDonald's, even when I worked there back in the late eighties, hardcore with the cleaning assignments. Like there was never mm. a break to mm-hmm. like screw off with that. It was they were it was a very and you know what's really crazy too. I doubt they do this anymore. Remember when you used to order something from McDonald's and it would take a while if you got a custom order, they'd be like, okay, pull your car ahead. You had to pull over, yeah. Dude, back then, they would make all the sandwiches based on the prediction of what was going to be ordered and they could only sit in those heat bins. You know those bins? Remember they'd be in the bins to grab? Yeah. Seven minutes and then they'd have to be thrown out. At the end of the day- it is crazy when I think about this. At the end of the day, in every single McDonald's, they would have oh a, one of those giant 50-gallon garbage cans, and it would be <gasps> someone's job to go through there and count all the sandwiches that were waste. Would they give them to the homeless at the end of no, the day, like local no, shelters? Oh, because they no. were probably like, exp- like just, they've been sitting out It's just considered loss. It's just considered loss that you, they could write off. Oh, so for them, having getting the food faster to customers was more yes. important than yes. eating it. Like, like wow. they're like, okay, well, we've at, like you know, of all the data in McDonald's, we know that during the hours of three and four, yeah. or three to three thirty, we sell eighty Big Macs. We need to get eighty Big Macs and have them in line, and then oh, and wow. then there's a timer going, and then like, oh, that one's thrown out, that one's thrown out, that one's thrown out. It's crazy. Oh like, my it's, god! I, I mean, I remember back then being like. Well, hey, man, you know, I'll have one of these sandwiches, you know, like, no, no, yeah. it's just because then it can't be listed as loss. And I, that's, oh. that's obviously, yeah, that's obviously changed. Uh, wow. Because, you know, they have the whole, it's all down to a, whatever. right. I'm yeah. sure the burgers are more pre-cooked or something so they can do it faster yeah. or whatever. Anyway, but this is about the ice cream machine. That's the thing that keeps track that, that circumvents the, uh, yeah, that yeah. was a fix an aftermarket fix. Yeah. See, this is a big thing with me because I like to repair old electronics. Oh, this yeah. all fun- Well, this all fun- falls under that. It's called right to repair. And what modern right. companies, you know about this, what modern companies are doing, they don't want us to fix any of our own products. They want you to, if it goes wrong, you either throw it out and buy a new one or mm. you take it to an authorized service center, right? Right. All the yeah. authorized service center. This, I mean, it really makes me angry. There was a, I believe it was Samsung, where they will not release the schematics. And the schematics are basically the blueprints of how, of what components are used and where in the, in the, in the circuit boards and everything like that. So mm-hmm. if you have a problem, it could be a 30 cent capacitor that just needs, to, you know, you just get, need to get it replaced. But you don't know the parameters of the capacitor because there's, they didn't give you the, you know, back in the day it was, oh, I'm, you go to a service center and any service center had the schematics and they could fix anything. Right. And then they would charge a fair price. You get your TV fixed for 50 bucks or whatever. But now it's like, oh, you got to go to this service center. It's like what Apple, I know I'm going on a little bit. Oh my God, like I was about Apple, to say that. When my laptop um, uh, space bar came off and I have to go to the, the Mac, uh, whatever it's called, right. Mac attack right. on right. Melrose. And then they're oh, like, that, yeah, yeah. It, it's going to cost $5,000. And I'm like, that's it's a new laptop. Insane. Like, what's wrong it's with just, you? It's, yeah. yeah, it's just so sick. And when you limit the ability to it's repair sick. these You're things. You're right. It's sick. It's, it, well, people don't realize the environmental <laughs> damage is doing, it's doing. Like, yes. Some of the, it, it is so frustrating because like some of these things you look at and you're like, people go, oh, well, it's, well, the, the service place said it's, 
you know, $600 to fix this $800 TV and I might as well just throw it out and buy another one. So they throw it out and buy another one. So that's another thing produced that requires, you know, certain minerals that are mined a certain way. And, but all you had to do was fix like a a $2 part. And then any fair service person, if they were allowed to now, because these independent service guys and girls can't even get the schematics to fix it. But if you had, you know, someone like that, your $700 fix could have been an $80 fix, something fair. Exactly. Obviously, the person yes. should get compensated, 100 bucks, 200 not six, 700 not when you're up against the price where it makes more sense to throw it out. Like that's... Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's in like the franchise contract for McDonald's. You have to go to an authorized tailor service repairman or like your warranty is like garbage. Like we yeah, can like... It's a... It, Did you ever actually- fix... The did you have a Taylor machine? Do you remember if it was Taylor or you know, like I could lie and say that I knew the exact machine, but I, I <laughs> you know, I, keep I would assume <laughs> I think the whole thing with these machines of why they're breaking down so much is that it's such an antiquated design that has barely been updated. Yeah, and, I don't update them. Right. And it's like, well, why should we? So I it wouldn't shock me that the machines that were used in through the eighties and nineties and that does, yeah. that would not shock me if that was the same machine with minor updates and obviously the the ability to display like a digital reading of what's wrong and and right. but the fact that it is locked behind sort of a wall that only an authorized person can I mean this is crazy it really it's is insane upsetting. did your shake machine ever break down uh, the, uh yeah the ice cream all the time all the time it was broken down. It would always break wow. down, obviously, too. I, I mean, it was, I mean, and it is crazy because I was only 14 at the time, and they had me doing stuff that was way like, there's yeah. dudes there that were 30. They should have been doing this shit. Like the stuff <laughs> I was doing, I was short at the time, too. They had me working the grill where I couldn't see over the top of the thing, what? That, that divider. And they'd be like, Craig, I need 10 quarter pounders. And I'd be like, all right. And like, you wouldn't even. They wouldn't You're like even, on an I, apple box. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. And I'm sitting there like scraping the grill and moving the stuff off and like. That's burning so dangerous. My and like, it's a whole. Yeah, well, that's kind of gross, but. Oh, yeah. I have scars on my hands from putting pizza in ovens. Like Where where dots. do you work? This place called Herbelli's. And it's like a Kalamazoo. Oh, so thing, like, a, like, like a local. Yeah, like a local, just putting pizzas and I just scrape my knuckles on the bottom of the oven. It's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so white crazy how like, hands. it's crazy. Yeah, like the, the fact then that's like nowadays they'd be like, oh, I'm suing for a million dollars. Yeah. Then it was like, hey, it's your job. Just don't get burned. You know, like some yeah. of this stuff is <laughs> crazy. crazy to think about. Um, but yeah, the ice, cre- the ice cream machines broke down. They were gross. And- <laughs> wow. <laughs> Another thing, too, I'm giving you some McDonald's insight here. We love it. Love it. Love it. The pickles come in five. And I'm, again, this is back. Oh, no, I love pickles. Is this going to gross me out? No, I loved it so much. The pickles. Oh, great. Okay, keep going. Keep going. The pickles come in five gallon buckets. Like picture a five gallon bucket. Oh, and here's another thing. Here's another thing. Every McDonald's has a basement. Oh, you yeah, you dude. mentioned this. I you Pizza mentioned gate. this. Uh, <laughs> McDonald's I'm gate. Broken, I'm a broken record. Well, no, I, I yeah, that's fascinating. I wouldn't go down. This is gross. I wouldn't go down there. It's not gross. It's gross. I wouldn't go down there. But what I would do was, hey, Craig. <laughs> Craig, you're on some- fire today. Oh, oh, thank you. Hey, Craig, go down and get some lids for the small cups. 
And this is back when Smalls, by the way, you young yeah. people, Smalls used Tiny to be Tiny Smalls. Yeah. yeah. Like literally it was like three sips. And yeah. you got no refill, free refills back then. Remember that? It was like mm-hmm. free refills Free refills did not exist. You you paid 80 cents for a, a small or not a small, large, and you had to pay that again if you want a refill. There's no mm-hmm. – anyway. So they'd be like, hey, Craig, go get some lids or whatever. And you go down to the basement and everything's in its section. And then there's the – I love pickles. Me too. There's yeah. big, Me too. Bu- there's a big bucket of pickles. So we, there was oh, like no. there, metal scoops. So I <laughs> – I would open the bucket of pickles and use a scooper. I it was like the scoop that was used for the the French fry thing, where it's like a funnel. Yeah. Were they scooper. already sliced? All already pickles? sliced. Already yeah, like sliced. butter pickles. Yeah. Oh, and I yeah, but they're dill. I don't like the right, well, pickles. right. Yeah, These I just, like, I just you know mean like how they're sliced wise. Like yeah, like that sour where you know tightens yeah. your your cheeks. So I would I would uh, <laughs> pick up a scoop of that, drain the liquid out, and put it in my hand and be like. And I would eat handfuls, handfuls of these pickles. It was great. I would always love to go. Oh, we need anything? We need anything? And I'd go down there. And I'd go on there and I'd sit on one bucket for of your pickles. pickle fix. <laughs> I'd sit on one bucket of pickles across from another, where I had a full view of the stairs and anyone coming down. I'd be like, and I just eat pickles, sliced pickles. And I, okay, all right, I think that's. I think I I've don't. I don't. Can I just say one more pickle thing? Um. Yeah. I don't drink anymore, but I also didn't do this when I did drink, and I kind of wish I did. I've never had a pickleback before. Oh, pickleback right. is what is that? Vodka and pickle juice? Uh, I don't know if it's vodka. I don't know what alcohol it is, but it's when you take a shot and then for your chaser you use pickle juice. Oh well, I oh. I I we have a, a leftover jars of pickle juice here. I love pickle juice. In you fact, should do a pickleback. You should do a pickleback. You and Maria well, they, should just they, have a they, fun night. They also sell these little things that are like frozen pickle juice uh, ice uh, popsicles. Okay, yeah. that's, oh, too, that's they too are much for me. awesome. That's too much. They, no, they are awesome. They're mainly used. Apparently, pickle juice is a good uh, thing for like marathon. Well, it's runners fermented. And oh, well. No, okay. this is a big thing. People, people running in marathons, they drink pickle juice because it's what are those called? Lactic Le- lactose acid. Oh, electrolytes. Oh. Apparently, it's a huge thing, and pickle juice is like the thing now to hydrate yourself while exercising. Yes, like Gatorade. Oh. Well, you know what's so weird? I wonder if that's why I like pickles because I love Gatorade and I also love pickles. Your body could be dehydrated. That's what I was going to say, oh, and I'm frequently dehydrated. I wonder if it's like that's why I'm craving all these weird these things that have uh, electrolytes. That, um, that could so. Be. A, a pickleback is whiskey. You take a shot of whiskey and then you take uh, chilled, chilled pickle juice. Okay. Who keeps her pickle juice warm? Isn't all pickle juice chilled? I mean, yeah, well, you've got to ref- you refrigerate Wait, pickles, I think. hold on. I okay. correct myself because those pickles, okay. those pickles I was eating in the basement of McDonald's, they were not, yeah, they were <laughs> I wasn't in a cooler. <laughs> well. No, she's right. Like when you go into a drug oh, right. or a pharmacy or they have them up on the thing. Yeah. So you don't yeah, really have Yeah. And they, to. they also, but I think, I feel like, well, I guess it's not true. I was going to say once you open them, I feel like you have to refrigerate them, but I guess that's not the case in that McDonald's. Right. Hmm. Um, we'll say this story for next time, but how Walmart selling so many pickles and wanting to sell pickles in such a large quantity almost caused Velastic Pickles to go out of business. And it's it's actually a a, a really good um, demonstration of of what Walmart does to where 
it's how they how the the level of control that they have and how they can influence what a company and it, you know it's not unlike what Amazon does now. Amazon, yeah. they can you know you either produce how we want you to produce or you just go out of business. It's crazy. crazy. Well, Craig, crazy. per usual, this has been illuminating. We cannot ha- uh, wait to have you back on again about uh, Picklegate. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't. I'm, I'm sorry. You're welcome. I'm sorry I didn't really touch on the ice the ice cream machine. Yeah, it's nasty to clean out any any of those machines like that, especially back then. I mean, who knows? Yeah. But again, the text changed so much. But I, I don't know. But whatever. Um, yeah. Thank you, Craig. But yeah, the Thank right you, to Craig. repair. The right to repair. That's a big deal. And people should support that. Yeah. It is a big deal. Yes. And like Apple's been fighting it. It's a huge deal. Anyway. All right. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Good talking to you guys. Thanks, Craig. You too. Sorry, is that good? Yeah, it's great. No. (laughs) (laughs) Always fascinating. Wealth of knowledge. Wealth of knowledge. Wealth of knowledge. Another uh, great Craig's Corner with our award-winning guest, Craig. Um, (laughs) Anyways, I am Allie Moldy Ice Cream Machine Seagull. I am Melissa Wendy's Frosty. Melissa Frosty Stetton. And I'm producer Maria Pickle Ice. Whoa. Blasucci. That's disgusting. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) An Erio's original. Powered by ACAST. 